1: The Bernie Sanders campaign has announced that in the first 12 hours after launching his presidential bid, Sanders raised more than $4 million in donations, which is great for Sanders, great for Sanders, but terrible for the guy behind him at Coinstar.
3: <laughs> it's $6 million as of this morning. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, which is, yeah, just so if, if how much money you can raise is an indication of how hot you are. How much enthusiasm
0: there is for you out there? Bernie's got plenty of it.
4: Is, it, is there a name for uh, Bernie's army?
0: Uh, Berniekins. I hear Bernie Bros thrown around, thrown around as like a disparaging thing, like "Oh, you uh, and your Bernie Bros." Got yeah. Yeah, I, but I was gonna say the blank is still around,
4: but I couldn't think
3: feel of it. the burn. People are still feeling the burn.
0: There you go. There you go. You win. Too Spelled many B E R N like his name.
3: Too many thorny issues. So, uh, front page USA Today, blackface parties, KKK, and mock lynchings. We looked at 900 yearbooks. Racist images were not hard to find, which only reminded me that the governor of Virginia has still got his job, is going to keep his job. That right. story is, is, is dead as Elvis. How about his I mean,
4: rapist assistant? Now,
3: that, alleged. That I think has still got some heat just from a, uh, a, a court, a law standpoint. Right. I think. Right. But, Dang it. I mean, we've we've been saying this forever. Everybody's got to remember this. If you ever find yourself in a jam, if you can just wait it out a few days, Mm -hmm. the really big ones, three days and something else comes along or we just forget about it. And even myself, when I thought about this yesterday, I thought, I can't imagine me getting worked up about this story enough to even like read a paragraph about it at this point. Mm -hmm. It's just once it's over, you just don't care.
4: When a story is over, you just don't care. Right. Right. Tough to whip up a give a darn.
3: Yeah. And and he waited it out and he'll stay governor.
4: I love the email we got from, I I'd love to credit the person, but I don't remember saying, so the governor of Virginia's career has to be over because he wore blackface at a party decades ago, but somebody who's come back from ISIS now, we ought to forgive. Those things are difficult to square. I mean, there's no evidence that uh, the old Gov of Virginia was ever part of a hate group or hated anybody or whatever. It was insensitive and, there's and dumb. There's not one racist act since
3: high school that anybody's right. pointed to.
4: But ISIS actively murder, tortures and murders people based on their ethnicity or their the, religion or s- their race or their their sexual orientation. And you said, I'm part of that. I want to be part of that. I want to do that.
3: Well, compare it this way. She didn't wear an ISIS outfit to a party. Right. Yeah. But And you, then, then then say, I thought it was funny. I realized it was edgy, but maybe it was too far. No, she joined
4: ISIS. Long-time listeners of the Armstrong and Getty Show get what's going on here, I would think. It's xenophilia, which you've talked about for a long time. And it's super, super popular on the left. It's the way you show how enlightened you are. You don't like America. You criticize America. You hate America. You hate white people, et cetera, And you criticize them all the time, even if you are white. But if anything is foreign or different, you embrace it and you love it. And there are a couple of places where this gets really, really tricky. Like, okay, Muslims, they're, a, they're an oppressor group. They're, I'm sorry, they're a victim group. Uh, Americans and white people, uh, Christians, they oppress them. So I'm for them. I'm for Muslims, American Muslims. And she's a woman, even better. So she is a victim. So she is my friend and we like her. Never mind that she. Join the most loathsome group of racists and killers and bigots the world has ever known. Okay. You drop your xenophilia, and it's easy to see. Now she's part of an absolutely loathsome group. Forget it. You're gone. What, if, she, what if she's an idiot? Well, if she was a white girl, uh, the math would be different, which to most of the population, honestly, is is crazy and abhorrent because most people just say, all right, what did you do? I don't care what color you are. What did you do? But the most vocal, nutty 5% on each side, you know, control the conversation. So, enough of that.
3: Fentanyl painkillers are the, the really uh, easy, easy to get addicted to ones that are killing people like crazy. New study out. As many as half the patients who were prescribed fentanyl painkillers should not have received the drug from the doctors, according to new study. Wow. Wow. As many as half, maybe more. If it was 20%, that'd be horrifying. So there was something going on there, whether it's the kickbacks or gifts or something from the drug manufacturers to the doctor. Three weeks in
4: Hawaii is not a kickback. It's a uh, a junket. It's a learning experience
3: Sure. Now, there was a story a couple of weeks ago. One of the um, uh, some hot pharmacy rep was actually sexing up doctors (laughs) to get them to sign on to her drug. Now, that's Uh, a kickback.
4: What will you do for a little, uh, I don't know, penicillin for folks?
3: Nothing. And another Supreme Court case coming our way. The Supreme Court itself will be on trial, Joe. Because oh, it's, that's dramatic. It's ruled on this many times. But maybe we're in a different era. There's a giant World War I memorial in Maryland. I've not seen it. It's a 40-foot Christian cross. All right, That is a big statue. 40 feet. And it's actually a World War I Uh, Memorial, but it was, you know, it's a government thing, and it's up there in Maryland, and a bunch of people are trying to get it taken down as it violates um, our First Amendment rights, freedom from religion, I guess they're trying to argue. Um,
4: There shall be no state religion, right? Uh, And there isn't one,
3: and the Supreme Court has ruled uh, numerous times on this particular sort of thing, using words like murky, muddled morass. As ways to talk about how complicated the issue is.
4: So just words that start with M. Is that it, your
3: point? It was. Uh, I think it was them trying to figure out a way to allow this sort of thing to stand up back in
4: the day. Right. It's like the old uh, pornography. I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. Yeah. Look, we're. This uh, is not a state religion. It's it. It's kind of well. It's it's kind of murky.
3: Or at least back in the day, the the, the with the percentage as high as it was of people that were Christian and still going to church. And it says, and God, we trust right
4: over our heads here in the
3: Supreme Court. And when there's the a,
4: Bible! There's a Christian prayer before we start. I mean, let's just, come on, let's be realistic here. And the enormously vast majority of men who fell were buried under a cross in Europe. Yeah, good one. So, uh, but as shorthand goes, it's pretty good.
3: People who, in my opinion, should find better things to do with their energies uh, have been fighting these sorts of things forever, like, yeah. the, like the people trying to take it. In God We Trust, off the money or whatever. Sure. God, yeah. if you're going to have a cause, pick pick a better one.
4: There are more. Sl- pick a better one. There are more slaves on Earth right now than there have ever been in history. Right now, there are slaves to be freed. You'd think that'd be a pretty good cause. Mm-hmm. Not getting a World War One memorial knocked down—is
3: that really a danger to you? I mean, is that like really affecting your life or uh, society mm, or anything else? No.
4: Like? People are a pain in the I understand ass. your argument,
3: but man, just shut up! Shut up! That's what they should say. Maybe Kavanaugh will say that. Just shut up! Just shut up, man! Get out of here! Yeah, yeah. Come back with a real problem. We'll RPG, talk about are that.
4: you are you all right with that? Yeah, he's a pain. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, your El Chapo might get a new trial. Yeah, yeah. I think the jurors were uh, were violating the judge's orders. Or were they?
3: I suppose we should hear from Roseanne Barr, who has Uh -uh. some thoughts on Alexandria Mm. Ocasio-AOC. He tried, folks. I tried. I just got to give up on trying to say her name. Roseanne Barr with some strong opinions on
4: AOC. (laughs) So it's your your birthday today? It is. I wish Dominic were here to bring you a cake. But he's passed. God rest his soul. That didn't, was a good time. That didn't was a somebody
3: good... get cut or something?
4: Yes, Marshall yeah, was Marshall. stabbed in the incident. <laughs> Dominic brought in a cake and a
3: sharp knife, and Marshall got cut. Yes. Those were good times. Yeah. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
5: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The conscience of the nation.
5: The
2: Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Seriously, I would have liked to have been with a Nike executive when news hit them that the biggest star in all of college basketball blew out his Nike shoe, planting his foot, and went down
4: with an injury in last night. In the biggest night. game of the year. In the biggest game of the year. <laughs> yeah. You're laughing. Oh! Oh, oh, my God. Oh my, what unfortunate a terrible
3: thing to have
4: happen. Among the things we'll frantically try to squeeze in are the most sinful states in the U.S. Stay with us. Sinners.
0: Come on, Las Vegas. Um, Las Vegas isn't a state, Sean. Sure. Oh, dang it. I'm turning off my mic. So we're playing portions of our
3: uh, hour and a half conversation with Laura Logan that we did yesterday. And among things she says is, I read the New York Times and I can't find a single fact. That's from somebody who worked at 60 Minutes for a dozen years. Yeah, talking about their
4: political coverage, which is...
3: That should get your attention. That's a problem in a democracy. Well, and the fact
4: that the former editor of the New York Times agrees with her is, well, that's all you need to know. We
3: talked about other things that are and aren't covered. The choosing of stories, the enthusiasm for stories is such a big thing, and I wish this weren't the case, but if you have... You know, four soldiers blown up in Afghanistan today. Fox News will cover it, and the other two cable news channels will hardly at all, if at all. And that's just a choice. I'm
2: sorry. Wait. I just got to say, I do not accept that. That is not acceptable. That is is absolutely exactly what we're talking about. That is more than, uh, look, when I said we all have biases, I didn't say that the, I'm not saying just give in to your, your bias, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying just give in to those things. I'm saying that let's just be honest about the fact that they exist. But when you, when we make out, well, let me give you an example of how we would do it at 60 minutes, right? I mean, we would be exhaustive about trying to find out what the facts are. We would question every line and every word of the story over and over again. And we would, you know, push back on each other. But sometimes when we did that, we would have to say, okay, so it's all true. This line is true. It's accurate. We can defend it. We can stand by it. But is it misleading? Does it, you know, the reality is when people hear that, they're going to think this. And we know that's not true. Now, that's a subjective judgment, but it's based in fact, okay? So it's not just people putting out their opinions. Anyone today, any news organization that is ignoring what's happening in Afghanistan, if Fox are the only people covering it, there's something wrong with that. Just like I had a problem with the fact that when I was living in Baghdad and we were rushed off our feet every night covering the violence, the, the party across the street at the Fox Bureau was that we had an open invitation to go there. We only made it on Fridays after, you know, we'd done the evening news five nights in a row. And we used to tease our colleagues about that. So I'm an equal opportunity opportunity offender okay sure. nobody owns me that's the thing the left doesn't own me the right doesn't own me no party owns me i'm not even a member of any party i'm not even a member of a club i don't think they'd have me <laughs> so and you know i just don't want to be in any of those boxes because okay. sooner or later sooner or later the truth is going to take you to a place that doesn't fit
4: so it was her point that fox news was on the everything's going great in iraq uh patrol and wasn't uncovering the 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 crumbling of it I think at that, that
3: was, time I think that was her point okay uh, yeah so during that interview she does take that shot at The New York Times which is a heck of a strong shot I read I read I read political stories and can't find a single fact and I thought during the time I thought well you're never gonna work for NBC CBS or ABC ever again. Obviously not MSNBC, none of your major newspapers.
4: You're going to have to write some fiction before you're hired
3: at CNN. I thought maybe you have a Fox show by the end of the day as their biggest star. Then she blasts Fox at the end of this podcast with a really damning accusation.
4: Although all those people are gone, so she still might have a chance.
3: But uh, so, yeah, she sees a lot of problems out there in the way uh, news is covered.
4: We offered her five figures to join the Armstrong and Getty show (laughs) as our correspondent. Low five figures, but uh, uh, she uh, she she said she'd consider it carefully. Well, her her laughter suggested that she would consider it carefully. She's a mom. with She a didn't c- say no, <laughs> right? Yeah, she's the a door's
3: mom. open! She's a mom with a couple of kids. She can't be thrilled that her money making career might be over as one of the best news correspondents in the world. Not to you know, that's a a personal thing. And then just the the damage to journalism, right? Really? So saying that out loud does you in.
0: The, uh-huh. the, that. <laughs> right <laughs> we need to do better well we can't hire her <laughs> get out
4: get out yeah yeah i uh, you know and and the money i'm sure is a concern i have no idea what her husband does or what their finances are she That's is a
3: bit of a delicate story so.
4: also um among the most uh driven people i've ever known no doubt no doubt she is a an evangelist for seeking the truth and standing up for the downtrodden in various places on earth
3: boy i don't i don't know what part of it was but i thought this was so interesting of the podcast she got into um uh, the whole egypt thing she was gang raped in egypt in Tahrir Square in Tahrir Square um and she got into the how the media has to decide the Muslim Brotherhood are good, they're always good, or they're always bad, or the, are they the good guys or bad guys? Un- they a victim or oppressor? Unwilling right. to deal with the nuances and the complexities of what is actually the real world. The current dictator of Egypt, who just got signed up for what twenty thirty seven by the parliament, the uh, government. Yeah, yeah they uh, reelected him. He's a military general. He's a military dictator. Like happened all through world history. Sure, he he does all kinds of rough stuff. But the Muslim Brotherhood, who he overthrew, though, they were elected, so they had actual elections. Mm-hmm. Everybody voted for the Muslim Brotherhood, who are evil SOBs. He comes along, overthrows them, takes over. There's plenty of bad guys to go around. You can't choose a, this is clearly the good guy, this is clearly the bad guy. But that's oh. the way
4: the media does it for some reason. Right. right. Which is crazy. Well, because they all learned the victim-oppressor paradigm in college, for one thing. Uh, for another thing, they don't trust their viewers, or listeners, or readers. I don't think uh, with with nuance there. See, and that's what I kept coming back to with Lara is that people aspire, people in media aspire to something different than you do. And you did. They want clicks. They want eyes. They want dollars. Uh, you know, we all trade our principles for dollars in some ways in our lives. I should probably I, Joe Getty, should be dirt poor doing nothing with my time but ministering to the poor all the time, the downtrodden, the handicapped, whatever. Well, okay, I'm going to compromise on that a little bit because I really, I'd, I'd kind of not like to be poverty stricken myself, so I'm going to work a little bit. And, you know, we all do that to some extent. Modern journalists just do it a lot more than Laura Logan thinks is appropriate, but they see it differently than she does. And I think it's a damn shame.
3: We've got more of that to come. I want to hear a little Roseanne Barr. This is Roseanne Barr. For some reason, she decided to turn her cell phone toward her and record herself doing this and put it out there. This is her chewing on a lozenge. That
5: Green New Deal, that, that Farrakhan-lovin' bitch, I don't remember her name. The bug-eyed bitch that looks like a realtor. She got them realtor eyes. I can always tell by realtor eyes. She got them. Bug-eyed, lion bitch. Farrakhan fan, Israel hater. Lefty, dumbass, dumbasses. Dumb as they get.
3: That's Roseanne Barr. Oh, boy, well, was the writer creator of the number one show in America about a year ago. Relying heavily on the ad hominem. <laughs> in what sense? <laughs> uh,
4: you could write a PhD thesis on that 30 seconds. That was amazing.
6: <laughs> and why'd she put it out? Raise anyway. her
4: eyes. What's coming up in your news market? <laughs>
6: Feds arrest a Coast Guard officer an alleged domestic terrorist who wanted to kill, they say, on a monumental scale. And one state's about to become the first in the country to order mandatory rent control. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
5: That Green New Deal that that Farrakhan-loving bitch, I don't remember her name. The bug-eyed bitch that looks like a realtor. She got them realtor eyes. I can always tell by realtor eyes. She got them. Bug-eyed, lying bitch. Farrakhan fan. Israel hater. Lefty. M- dumbass. Dumbasses. Dumb as they get.
4: The very flower of American
3: womanhood there, Roseanne Barr. Talking about AOC and oh. the new Green Deal. I was unfamiliar with the term realtorized. Mm. I've never heard it. She got
4: him. Now I got it. Well, she clearly got him. <laughs> Bug-eyed biatch.
1: <laughs>
6: Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. On an entirely different note, he is being called a domestic terrorist. A U.S. Coast Guard officer and alleged white supremacist is being accused of planning to carry out a large-scale domestic terror attack. FBI agents arresting Lieutenant Christopher Paul Hassan and seized a stockpile of weapons, ammunition, and drugs. He had bottles of growth hormone all over the place. All these were seized from his Silver Spring, Maryland home on Friday.
3: He sounds like he was attempting to be in the league of the the Vegas killer. Right. Really mass. Thank God he was so crazy. It would appear that he put
4: this off as he... Did his growth hormone and all his other crazy stuff. And, and somehow somebody caught on to what he was up to. Thank goodness. And the federal right. authorities rooted him out.
6: Yeah, The prosecutors say he planned to attack Democratic politicians and journalists. Court records indicate Hassan had said, I am dreaming of a way to kill almost every last person on Earth. All the charges that have been brought against him so far are being called by prosecutors. The proverbial tip of the iceberg, he is going to be in court later today. Chicago police giving details about the arrest of Empire actor Jesse Smollett, the actor who's black and gay, claimed he was assaulted by a couple of masked men who hurled racist and homophobic slur- slurs at him. And-, and I would point out, I'm not
4: blaming this dumbass singer-actor for, for the, uh, the lunatic Coast Guard guy, obviously. But his message was now his purposes might be weird and obscure, but his message was Trump fans go around. Attempting to yeah. lynch or threatening to lynch right. black people. That's how bad it is.
3: And that's the, what he Which... and Robin Roberts were crying about on Good Morning America. Right. That's how bad it is out there. And then they hugged with like, we're we're in it together out there trying to stay alive in this Trump's
4: world. Right, exactly. Which is the sort of atmosphere where people decide, I need to shoot up a baseball practice. Or I need to, to kill a bunch of uh, you know a, a cable news idiots who no one watches anyway. Everybody needs to, to relax a little bit.
6: Tamp it down. Chicago Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson said he was angry that Smollett planned to have a noose placed around his neck. How could someone look at the hatred and suffering associated with that symbol and see an opportunity to manipulate that symbol to further his own public profile? I
3: appreciate the lecture from the police chief. Um, You know, He could have just come out and given the facts and said, "Uh, we've determined that this is phony, blah, blah, blah. He decided to give a lecture. He might be wanting to deflect a little to how many officers they put on this case versus all the people that get shot all the time in Chicago? Yeah. Possibly? I don't know. He was in
4: an extremely difficult spot because all of the mainstream media was reporting this as fact. And as the police chief in Chicago, which is a a, a heavily black city, he couldn't be seen as being soft on would-be lynch mobs. But they clearly thought it was phony from the beginning. The detectives did, yeah. Absolutely. And and we've heard from professional police detectives uh-huh. that said, oh yeah, from the beginning, it was obviously a hoax because, well, for a variety of reasons, right. which we've talked about, but yeah, that would just be such a politically explosive thing to say that... The Chicago police wanted to get to the bottom of it as quickly as humanly possible and get it behind them. So I think that's why they did it. But you're right. In the meantime, dozens of people have been shot in Chicago. Several of them killed, including innocent people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe those detectives, because they have a shooting every... Four hours or something like that. It's huge, and and uh, and 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 hundreds and hundreds of murders, and they only clear a third of them or a sixth of them. Yeah, or way that.
3: less than half of them are right. already
4: solved. Maybe right.
3: put twelve detectives on one of those yeah. instead of Jesse Sm- Smollett's obviously phony story. And
4: according to everybody, including the uh, the New York Times, he he was upset at his low salary and wanted more publicity.
3: That's a perfectly good plan. To fake you know a lynching. If you're underpaid, fake a lynching become a national story and
4: blame trump hat wearing just a good idea freaks
3: right hey we just got this text roseanne yeah. Barr will never get a good get <laughs> roseanne Barr will never get a good deal on a house purchase again <laughs> that's probably true or realtor eyes she's got them
6: oregon's on track to become the first state to impose mandatory rent controls with a measure establishing tenant protections moving now through their state legislature why would i ever buy a building
3: With rentals in it, as a businessman, if I no longer have any say on what I make the rent.
4: Any would-be builder and supplier of homes in Oregon has just said, Nope, I'll do it somewhere else. Every single time this is tried, it has the same result. It's astonishing to me, people's capacity for ignoring reality because something sounds good. The rent is too damn high. I'll grant you that. (laughs) You impose rent controls, you choke off supply. Well, just no way. So very few people benefit because they have the low rent. Nobody else can find a place to live. I'm not going to buy
3: a duplex and rent it out. No way. If I have no say in the rent. Nope. Just not a chance. Of course, Oregon is going to is trying to lower the voting age to sixteen. Right, be the first
4: state in the country to do that because children can be duped into going for a scheme that's failed every time it's been tried because mm-hmm. they're children and they have no life experience. That is the only reason Oregon and California are trying to get teenagers to be legal to vote because you can dupe a child into anything. Gonna Congratulations!
3: <laughs> going to end up with free skateboards as part of Obamacare, <laughs> huh? What?
4: You want. Taping, <laughs> you're going to get it. Or
6: with your realtor eyes. Morons. <laughs> what a wondrous time to be alive. You can now, my friends, get daily weather reports from Mars. <laughs> NASA's InSight landers gathering weather data from the Martian service, sending it back to Earth. NASA says the daily reports are now available to the public. I did go on their website. You can check out uh, the you know, weather on Mars. Hot and windy. And we've got inhospitable throughout the week. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, this morning on Mars, it ain't the kind of place to raise your kids. In fact, it's cold as hell.
6: On Valentine's Day, the lander says the high temperature near the Martian equator was 4 degrees Fahrenheit. And it got a little bit chilly overnight with a low of 138 degrees below zero.
3: Ooh, see, that, that high is, you know, Minneapolis in the winter.
4: But uh, yeah,
6: well, 138
4: below is uh, a little chilly. Yeah. That is cool.
6: Uh, Insights also discovered there are dust devils on Mars, little twisters that spin at about 60 miles an hour.
3: So So we're the third rock from the sun. This came up at at my house the other day, and nobody took the time to Google it. Mm -hmm. I like to just try to figure these out. The only reason I know we're the third planet from the sun is that TV show. Oh, boy. There you go. I know Mercury is the closest. Right. So what's after that? Venus. Mercury, Venus, Earth. Uh Then Mars is the next furthest out.
4: Yep. Okay. So
3: that's why it's colder.
4: Mm -hmm. There you go. There you go. Then Mars, Jr. (laughs) Then
3: Neptune. Milky Way. Snickers. (laughs) (laughs) You win. What about Uranus? (laughs) Let's take a look. And, of course, Michael chimes in with Uranus. Yes.
4: Michael, we almost got through that entire conversation without that.
6: I know, but everybody was thinking it. <sighs> Were they? Mm. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I believe astronomers
3: prefer Uranus, as a pronounced.
4: Which is also a little funny. So, oh, you know, I tweeted a while back. You ought to follow us on the Twitter. Just search for Armstrong and Getty. I tweeted, uh, uh, one of your big science websites put out what it would look like if the moon was the size of... Well, they start with the moon, and then they go with Mars, and, right. and then all the way up to uh, to uh, Saturn, and uh, what's the, the super... Neptune? Uh, 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 Jupiter. 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 Right. Okay. And how big Jupiter would look if it was as close as the moon. Whoa. And it's really super great. Whoa. So if you follow us on Twitter, flip back and find that in our feed, and uh, it's uh, it's astounding and fun. Kids really enjoyed looking at it, too.
3: Kind of funny text, but I can't say it on the air. Oh no. Eh, along those same lines. You can't use oh, the, the hilarious planet puns. Yes. Oh no. Yes. No, not needed, We're Not <laughs> not <in> middle school. <laughs> huh? You are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
5: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The conscience of the, of nation. Of the nation. Well Jane. <laughs>
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. The, highway, the, the Chicago
3: the police chief did bring up the murder rate and wasted police resources. You just didn't play those clips. Okay. Actually, we did mention that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Marshall did in his news. It's, uh, I think they assigned a heck of a lot of police res- resources to this story because the guy was a celebrity. Mm-hmm. That's the way the world works. That's just the way the world works. If you're a prominent businessman and you get murdered in town, they're going to spend more time looking for the killer than if you're a gangbanger that got murdered. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it it works. And maybe it should work that way. I don't know.
4: Um, You know, I'm a a fortunate guy, and I have a pretty happy life, but uh, I do read all the emails and the blast, why don't you guys talk about this, is probably inappropriate unless you listen to the whole show every day. Because the answer is almost always, we did for like 25 minutes, just not when you were listening. Yeah,
3: so unless so, you listen to the whole 20-hour show, plus the, what's that thing we do after the, the One show? More Thing podcast, more plus thing our podcast. long-form interviews. Exactly.
4: Plus my elevator witticisms that are legendary.
3: So this is a couple of days old, but I came across but it and again, thought it again, bitch
4: if you want to, that's fine, I don't care.
3: This is old, but I thought it was still funny, so I'll bring it up again. The other day, Warren, uh, Elizabeth Warren brought up the whole 25th Amendment thing And that she thinks maybe if Trump can't, you know, is not capable of doing his job, they should blah, blah, blah. James Woods, the actor who has a hilarious Twitter feed, Mm. is a right winger. Ah. He tweeted at Elizabeth Warren. How does your tribe handle it when the medicine man goes off the rails?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 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 that's sarcasm there. Uh, It is. Are you following this story, which I also (laughs) find entertaining?
3: Oh, I, uh, this, not appropriate. This is a visual, but uh, maybe I'll just show it to Joe. So there's uh, a fashion week this week in New York City or someplace, mm-hmm. and there's these really expensive women's shoes. They're like $600, and they're supposed to be all the rage. And they look like, according to McDonald's, a McDonald's french fry box. So McDonald's, <laughs> the restaurant, put out a tweet saying, hey, look, we've got these too. But those are the shoes on the left, and there's the french fry box. <laughs>
4: I thought that was pretty do. funny. do look like the French Rhyme box. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, well, can $600. we have a link at armstrongandgetty.com under hot links? I found that yeah. humorous. That's uh, that's funny. So are you following the Martina
3: Navratilova thing? Oh, yeah, I am. The the, the tennis did. player. Yeah. The, the gay tennis player. One of the greatest tennis players of all time. If you're not named Serena Williams, you are the greatest tennis player of all time. She's a lesbian. She came out as a lesbian in 1981. She also said uh, a couple of years ago that transgender women have unfair advantages. Whoa! Holy cow! Rah, rah, rah. Did she get hammered for that? Um, and uh, said she needs to shut up or do some research or whatever. And so she did back off and did some research. And she says, now I've done that, and if anything, my views have been strengthened. And she goes through all the research she did on the difference between men and women and strength and testosterone and this and that.
4: Yeah. There's some crazy Looney Tunes group that is promoting that it's okay for brand new women to compete, which is just it's absurd. Yeah. They say if that gave them an advantage, where are all the gold medals for the trans women? Uh, uh Where are all those that have been won? Well, that's that's a logical fallacy so easy to dismantle. I hate to even take the time, but you would need to have a sizable cross-section of trans women who were also so driven and talented. And had the time to reach the top of the sports world and also be in leagues where that sort of thing was allowed and not all do. So that is a dumb argument, and I wish you hadn't wasted our time.
3: <laughs> uh, also in sports, I'm really loving the Nike, watching the Nike stock this morning as it is down quite a bit as the top college basketball player in America blew out his knee last night wearing Nike shoes when his shoe just disintegrated
0: on him. First play of the game, right? Or within the first, you know... Yeah, within thirty seconds at the start of the yeah, game. Yeah, whoops,
4: and he missed the rest of the game. Well, at least it was an obscure player on an obscure team and a game nobody was watching. Yeah, and people are talking oh, about him. except that it was Duke in North Carolina, where tickets were going for five figures, and he's the best player in the game.
3: And 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 more than that, he, he's being seen as like another LeBron type guy. Just mm-hmm. you know, changes your team forever. When he comes out and who knows if this is a career Ending injury or he's back on Friday or Who
0: knows what but they're calling it a sprain. I hope that's true it seems slight he Walked off under his own power but I would be surprised If he plays another college game
3: right Boy that'd be something so just don't Play for risk of injury no way he, He'll not play again how, how do you stop That from happening then then every Year with the top NBA prospect why would, you, why would you play the rest of the season
4: It happens a lot you know uh, College the, football players skipping bowl games Is now a big thing if they're uh, fairly high on the draft board, they won't play. And and, and,
0: and I, I would do the same thing. Are you kidding? Please. And a lot of this goes to the, the rule that the NBA has where NBA teams cannot draft high school players. So he is, he is quote unquote forced to go to college until he can get drafted by the NBA. The reason
3: mm-hmm. I find this so amusing is it just lays bare the lie we all know that exists with this whole student athlete thing. Because Nike pays, and I don't know what the deal is, it's a secret, but I'll bet it's uh, tens of millions of dollars to have a deal with Duke, mm-hmm. which is one of the most top basketball programs in, in in America, so that the players will wear, wear Nike. So that the schools and the players getting, have to <laughs> the, and the players have to wear that shoe, and the school gets tens of millions of dollars, and then they get all the ad. Coach revenue. gets a ton of money too. Oh, I'm the like, coach yeah. makes sheshevsky makes. I don't know, he makes six million dollars a year. He makes Shashovsky loads of money. <laughs> And the college gets on TV and just so much revenue going so many places. Nike makes a ton of money by having their cool shoes on the best athletes in the country. Everybody's making money except for the guy who planted his foot and his foot went out of the shoe and he fell down and hurt his knee.
0: So the actual financials were not available, but they signed a 12-year contract with Nike and Duke for Ooh. for them using their shoes. Well, when Nike signed LeBron as a
3: 17-year-old, he signed a $90 million deal
0: for, oh. for, for
3: just him. But uh, that the whole thing is so crazy. I know. just top know. to bottom.
0: I think that you might actually start seeing an influx of the top tier of high school players going to play over in Europe as opposed to going to play in college. <laughs>
3: I, wonder, I wonder if the Nike guys, when they heard the news, what, how did this happen? You get somebody on the phone. <laughs> what, do, what, do we have any? How does a guy? They're brand new shoes. I think they wear brand new shoes every game. How does he step and his foot goes through the shoe? Do we
4: have any quality control in China or what? You got to start paying your Malaysians, I don't know, like a dollar and a quarter a day. (laughs) I don't know. That's really disappointing.
3: I'd be disappointed, me, if I spent a hundred, I'm guessing those shoes are 140 bucks at least. If I bought a pair of those and I'm just playing with my kids and I step and go through my shoe and end up in the hospital, I'd be pretty disappointed as just a regular
4: guy, let alone him. Well, it's a disaster. It's a disaster for the company. Oh, definitely. How long-lasting, I don't know.
3: The only thing you can you, you can claim, it's just a danged shoe. The only thing you can claim is this is a better shoe than other shoes. Right. Oh, and Puma immediately tweeted it wouldn't have happened if he was wearing Pumas. <laughs> right.
4: Which is hilarious. And very 21st century snarky. <laughs> Where's Adidas? Are, do they not make basketball shoes? Oh, they do. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll scour the other shoes. Where are you, you crazy Germans? You got Twitter in Germany, what's, right? What's Steph? Is he a Adidas, Adidas guy? He's an Under Armour, Under Armour guy. guy. Under Armour oh guy. yeah, guy. Right, he's right, right, right. Zillions of dollars. And he
3: turned down Nike because they didn't pronounce his name right. That's right. That's how that whole deal
4: went down. Stephen Curry, everybody. <laughs> Stephen, how are you? All right. Well, I'm, I'm not great right now. Actually, <laughs> thank you for asking me that.
3: It's just so funny. Yeah, Well, what are you going to do? And they now know why zebras have stripes. Scientists think they have finally figured that out. Did you know that there was, not, slimming. There was not an agreement on why zebras have stripes? No. Adidas
0: has not tweeted since February 11th. Step your game up, Adidas. Right. That's weak. I'm guessing. And I have not seen this story. On why zebras have
4: stripes. Yeah, I- it's the, the, as the herd swirls, the visuals overwhelming for predators, and it makes them difficult to target an individual. That has long been a theory. That's my theory, having studied the zebras of the Serengeti for years. Though they couldn't
3: figure out why uh, there weren't more animals that did. Why did it just happen with a horse-like creature? Because they didn't
4: have the guts. One thing that The horse, zebra said, we're doing it.
3: For whatever <laughs> reason, it's got to do with their hide and their sweat. Horses uh, have one thing different than a lot of the animals, the, the way they attract flies. I have a horse. Flies are a big problem with a horse. Mm. They figured out by dressing up horses in zebra costumes, they actually did this,
4: that
3: it keeps the flies away. It confuses the horse flies. They Fluff. come in and they like get all crazy and bounce into them and fly away. They got to the vertigo. The stripes they now know for the first time keep the flies away. There you go. So horse owners ought to be getting striped like windbreakers. I'll, for I'll get a zebra. Is that like wearing blackface though? If I put banjo in a zebra, I outfit? don't think it is. I do not think it is at all. We once we got a picture of you in high school dressed in zebra gear. Me, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. Designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at gainbridge.io. Visit gainbridge.io slash parityflex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort.